everybody. Welcome to PRI Talk. Today on the show, I have with me Salima Rockwell and Kim Maroon. Both are former Division I volleyball athletes and uh, Division I coaches. And today we are talking about the NeuroFuel app. Uh, we will get into discussing that here on the show in just a second. But if you would like more information and have other questions, um, you can go to neurofuel.com. That's N E U R O fuel.com for more information. Uh, but for now, sit back and listen and enjoy the show. Okay, well, uh, Salima and Kim, thank you guys so much for being on. I've been uh, super excited to, to do this recording and, and talk about this for um, a number of days. And, and I've, I first heard about it, you know, Kim had posted something on Facebook and I commented, I said, I'm intrigued, you know, as a former college coach talking about visualization and, and um, you know, uh, mental toughness and that I'm like, I'm, I'm on board. Tell me what this is. Um, but, but obviously even before, you know, you got involved with it, it had kind of its origins. So can you guys talk about kind of how this whole thing got started from the beginning? Yeah, no, Jason, Jason, I just want to thank you for being like one of the or Facebook followers to like actually comment and be like, this is cool. Happy to. Yeah, because I've been so excited to like get the word out there, especially with the app starting. So, um, but yeah, Salima was in on this before me, so I'll let her kind of chat about that. It was, it was, it's, it's been fun. So. Well, yeah, no, seriously, thanks so much for having us on. This has been just a, a fun journey for all of us um, as it's new and um, exciting. But but uh, really what we're doing is packaging something that's not not very new. You know, it's uh, visualization is something that's been around for a long time and people have been using it at a very high level. And it's just uh, been an opportunity to to move it forward. And so it's really cool because I, I actually got a call from Craig Dyer uh, one of the uh, coaches at uh, University of Creighton uh, talking about an idea that they've been kicking around. So they, uh, at Creighton, they've been using visualization with their team very consistently with their sports psychologist, Dr. Larry Weidman. And um, once COVID hit, they realized that they couldn't, you know, obviously do it together. They couldn't have him, him there with them, be present doing what they normally do. So they, they actually started recording some sessions for their own team. So they're like, all right, everything's remote, everything's via Zoom, whatever. So let's let's see if we can do that. So they put a couple of things together, pushed it out to the girls, and they loved it. They were using it. And they suddenly said, wait a minute, if if we can do it this way, other people can use it this way. Like this is just a huge tool and a different way of implementing it. And you know, what do you think? So Craig was like, do you think this is a good idea? Are we crazy? And, um, you know, I, was, I, I can hear Craig saying that I can no, hear for sure. It's like, you know, we, we want to we run with this, but we want to make sure like we're not the only ones that think it's a great idea. And I absolutely was on board. So we, we started talking about it. They reached out to some club folks uh, to get some more opinions. And, and that's kind of my intro on how it started from my perspective. And, and Kim, when you jumped in, um, it was, it was moving a lot of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he basically reached out to me kind of being like, hey, I know you, you know, you coached the University of Pittsburgh this last year. And obviously Craig had worked with Dan Fisher before and knew that Dan was into that stuff. And we had had our own sports psych um, working with us 
um, with mental training. And so he knew that it would be something that I was interested in. Um, and right away I was like, wait, we can now get this out to the mass amount of people who really need this. Um, I, you know, we always know like that this is like what we need as to be the best we can be kind of gets passed down from like, we see, okay, I want to be the best in my sport. Who do I look at? I look at professionals and people doing it at the highest level. Um, and so then you wonder, okay, well, how do I get access to that for the youth or the, you know, the college teams or whatever. Um, and this is finally a way to get something like, like Selena said, something that has been around for a long time, but only certain people had access to it available to yeah. everybody else. And so when, when, when Craig and Kirsten had kind of, you know, talked about that's what this could potentially be, I thought, man, this is so cool. And it's, and it's new for the, the people that are getting it now. It's not new as far as, you know, we've been studying visualization and mental strength and all that stuff for a long time, but um, it, it's new access, I guess, to the, to the younger group, which is super cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and at its core, like you guys said, this is, this is a visualization, visualization tool, right? Yeah. Um, and we know and have seen that, you know, visualization can have a huge positive impact um, with, with athletes training at a high level. So, so can you guys kind of touch uh, very quickly about just some of the, the science behind that and, and kind of, you know, like, like you said, not everyone has had access to it, um, but, but why, is it, why is it beneficial um, to, to athletes? Yeah, well, so, I can, yeah, go ahead, uh, I think Well, I, I can jump on just, just initially, you know, really, I, I think people have heard about the idea that, you know, your thoughts can reshape your brain, actually rewiring the brain. And the whole idea yeah, sure. of the brain, brain, you know, with neuroplasticity, right? That's the idea. You can change, you can fire new neurons, you can make new connections. Um, you know, you've, you've seen it in stroke patients and other people that have had issues where they can actually visualize, see themselves and make physical changes. And that's, that's the most fascinating part about the science behind it is really it, the motor, your brain can't discern the difference between doing something actually physically on the court and visualizing yourself doing it the same the same way. And, and there have yeah. been many studies, and maybe Kim, you can talk about some of that, that have really enhanced that, found that, and said, okay, if I see something, I see myself doing it, whether it's in the first person or the third person, it can actually make me better. And that's why you're seeing the highest level athletes use visualization, Everyone's using it because you can reshape your brain and train your ba brain to think it's actually physically doing the work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, like she said, there's tons of studies out there, and you know, I've actually looked into a lot of them now that I'm I'm working neurofuel and trying to get this info out there because I have to have a general understanding of what's you know why this is important. And so some of the stuff I looked at was like there was a free for um you know study that they did where they took like three groups. They did a, the first group actually practiced shooting free throws. The second group vi just visualized. They never shot an actual free throw. And then there was like a third group who's like the control group who didn't do anything, right? And so they did this for like 30 days and then they brought everybody back. And the first group who actually shot free throws like improved by 24%. But the second group improved at 23% and they never shot an actual free throw. Never shot an actual yeah, ball. Like yeah. they just visualize themselves standing there, crazy. you know, shooting free throws, which is pretty crazy. And obviously the third group, you know, didn't improve, but that's expected. They didn't do anything. <laughs> um, but it, but they, you got to put, they, you got to put in the work, right? Yeah. Exactly. 
one way or another. But they, <laughs> but they really went into what t- like what goes into visualization, and it's, it's so important that you get all of your other senses involved, like your sight, sound, feeling. So what Neurofield does, which is kind of cool, is it puts them like the athlete if they're if they're doing it correctly in the gym what it feels like to be standing in service eve what it feels like what you see across the net when your coach or your teammate is serving at you and so all those things matter to really get your brain understanding like believing that this is real versus imagined and that's what we're saying the brain won't won't know the difference between real and imagined but as long as you're doing it correctly and effectively um, and so that's what, where Neurofield kind of comes in and helps guide the athletes um, into getting into that. And, and again, like you get better at visualization, the more you do it. So that's, sure. it's a skill in itself, just like anything else, but it's been proven. And um, some of the signs that Larry Weidman, Dr. Larry Weidman had passed along was like for every one minute of visualization that you do well, uh, equates to eight minutes on the court. So, which is pretty cool wow. that, especially during COVID times or for club kids where they're, you know, don't have a ton of practice time that they can be yeah. getting practice at home by themselves um, if they, if they do all this correctly. So that, that, that's been pretty cool, at least from the science standpoint behind everything. Okay. So, so I know as a college coach, I, like I always wanted to do more mental toughness training, visualization. Um, but it, I mean, you guys know, like it, with all the different things that you have to do during the day, right. There's some things that just get, get, you know, forgotten and missed. Right. And we didn't have, I didn't have a full-time psychologist to, to, to be with a team and, and finding consistent time and place, you know, to do all of these different things that you guys are talking about the visualization to, to really make it, um, you know, useful and beneficial to the team. Cause like you said, you have to do it more. To, to practice it, to get better at it. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you guys with, with the, the NeuroFuel app, you guys have tackled some of these issues um, when it comes to time and consistency and all that kind of stuff. So, so how does the, how does the app help in, in those areas? Well, I'll, I'll jump on it first. And uh, you know, it's, it's so exciting and like interesting because the app itself, you know, obviously just, just by having the app, the, Athletes can do it on their own, on their own time. They have the ability to go through all the sessions, whatever they want to do during the day on their own time. So that's that's the time issue. Huge, but, huge. Yes, but what yeah, I like—that's that's okay. What I like about the what I like about the setup of the app—it actually takes you through a full day of here's your schedule, you know. And as as athletes, as you know, people that have been in sport are, you know, our whole lives, we like routines, we like schedules, we all right, this is what you can do. So, so the app itself will take you through, you'll start with your morning fuel, and you'll wake up and you have a nice, you know, meditation thing coming to coming to you in the morning, and then you go through your day. And throughout the day, you can work on your, your individual sessions, you can work on your mental training and visualization. And then at the end of the day, kind of nightcap it with your, your evening fuel. So I think having it in an app form, and, and Kim can talk just a little bit more specifically about how that, how that would work, is just helpful to have a schedule. And it, that's what I like about the structure of the app. And it's something you can use every day, and it's helpful every day in keeping you consistent. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Going, 
like the schedule and the consistency is the hardest part. The time commitment to mental strength is where people have run into issues. Like you said, Jason, like I don't have someone to come in and do this for me and I'm not an expert. I don't know what to do. Um, and it, it's funny, it's the hardest part, but it's also, we know it's a big deal. I mean, athletes, when you, when they've been interviewed, I've asked, you know, what percentage of your game is mental? And they'll say, you know, we get ranging from like 60 to 90% of the game is mental. And then they're asked, how often do you train mental training? And every kid's like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, no, <laughs> no answer, no yeah. answer. Yeah. And then it's funny because I also talked to some coaches who are like, oh, we've, we've done mental training. You know, I hired someone to come in and they, they talked about it once with my team and it was awesome. And I was yeah. like the same as talking to a college coach and be like, hey, I heard service is important. Yeah, I brought someone in. We trained on it one time. It was awesome. It's like, no, no, no. It's about the consistency and the time, like putting in that effort. You don't get good at service eve by talking about it one time. You know, sure. and there's no difference in mental training. And so that's where Neurofield comes in and kind of takes care of that for you. Like the consistency, like the kids can get on there every single day. Like mm -hmm. Selena said, it's part of their schedule and it, and it really fits them. Like if you're a morning person and you want to get that morning feeling right away, perfect, do it. If you, you know, have more time in the afternoon, that's your time to do your visualization, do that. If you're more of a nighttime person, you have a night feel. Like, it, it's really able to fit into the athlete's schedule. And so the, there's a couple different things. It's obviously a little more difficult to talk about the app without it physically being in front of us. But there's, like, three things that we, we hope that the athletes do in a day. And the first one is a morning or a night feel. The second one is a visualization. And that can be – that's position-specific, and they can choose mm -hmm. um, whether it's serve-receive or defense or serving or attacking or anything. Um, and then the last part is, like, these elite-level fuels, these extra stuff. And it's, it's – there's they can take that any direction they want. That can be grit. That can be positive self-talk. That can be goal-setting. That can be gratitude and appreciation. There's a lot of ways they can take that. But all three of those things take 15 minutes for your whole day. So like, the whole day. The, yeah, for the entire day. So that, like, that commitment isn't huge. It's not like we're asking them to train an hour a day, you know, mental training. Sure. Um, but sure. we know that and they, and they, and most, is most high school athletes will spend 15 minutes on Snapchat easily. Oh, right. Yeah. So, exactly. so, so replace a little bit of Snapchat time with some <laughs> neurofuel time and you're good. You're getting yeah. better at volleyball. And improve not just volleyball, all the other things. Like there's all yeah. these other, you know, s small things off the court that, um, especially as college coaches, we know are important. And that can make the difference between, you know, that can make the difference in recruiting. If we know two athletes are equal volleyball athletes, you know, if they have this mental edge, that might be the difference, you know. What, um, uh, you, you talked about some of the specific pieces of the app like um the 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 different positions and, and based on maybe like the 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 last fuel of the day they can they can work on some specific um um you know in, intangible ideas like grit and some of those others like you said what I, that's one of the things that i think is really awesome about the app is it's it's not a um you know blanket generalization like you you guys really broke it down and are able to do some specific things so it's like you know, I'm getting what specifically I need as a libero, or I'm getting specifically what I need as a setter, or like, I really have to improve this part of my mental game, you know, versus where, you know, one of my teammates might need to improve that part of the mental game. Like how, how did, how did you guys, and how maybe were you able to come up with some of those ideas and what was the, what was the, the process in going through like, Hey, we need to make this 
specific and different and unique for, for each individual athlete? Cause I think that's one of the, the really positive pieces of this, in my opinion. I, I agree completely. I mean, I think, so the, the interesting thing was when, when the idea was developing and I was kind of throwing some stuff at, at Craig and Kirsten, you know, early on, when you wanted to train and visualize it, it had to be specific, specific to your position. So you couldn't just say, okay, passing, and then everybody's watching passing, or there's one thing. So when you go through the app, it's really in interesting when you're talking about just the volleyball piece, right? And, and visualizing yourself as a volleyball player. It's, mm -hmm. you have the ability within the app to choose your position, let's say I'm a middle, I can just click on middle blocker and you're going to have a pull down of a bunch of different scenarios. So it would be attacking awesome. or it's blocking or, and you're visualizing yourself as a middle. You'll hear them start you in the middle of the court. Now you're picking up the ball, seeing, tracking the setter, you're feeling the gym, you know, all that stuff. Visualize yourself taking that first step. So it walks you through what that position actually does. And then if I'm a middle, but I want to get better at passing, I can also choose the passing. I can choose, I can choose every position and watch them all. But yeah. you really want to narrow in and focus in as a setter. All right, I'm just going to click on that today and go through this over and over again. So you're going to find, you know, four or five things or different uh, trainings within that, within each position. But the importance is it's not a million of them. And because it's so critical to do it over and over again, it's just like getting reps, right? So we, we talk about pastors getting reps. You have to see yourself doing it over and over again to get it right. And that's, that's the key to this. It will, you know, as, as we move on and as the months go on, add new content, add new things, but it doesn't make sense to watch a million different things because you're never going to get quite good at one. Sure. I think sure. part of that too is what's what's really cool and was a new add-in um, as of like the most recent update was there's a video that you watch at the beginning of the positional training to make sure the athlete's doing it, visualizing correctly. So the science basically uh, says awesome. your, your brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. And that's totally true. But the problem is, is if a kid visualizes it incorrectly, yeah. they're actually sure. training incorrectly, just like you would in person, right? If you did something, a skill incorrectly and you did it repeatedly that way, then that's developing a, a bad habit, you know? So part of this is showing them a clip of someone doing it correctly at first. So then that's the, that's the visualization that they want to have. And then they put themselves in that position doing it the same way. Um, so you know that they're doing it correctly, which I think is really cool because, again, you know, as, especially with young athletes, sometimes they don't know what the correct way looks like or the correct way is supposed to feel like. Um, well, and so Neurofield's kind of taking that step to make sure that, you know, that, that part's at least done correct. Kim, that's yeah. such a good point because that was added, well, not later, but in the development, they realized that, you know. So it's, it's been, you, you asked about the process. It's been really cool because it started just with the, the words and the sounds and talking about it. And they, they were like, wait a minute, what if they see themselves doing it wrong? And that's, that's where that came into play, Kim. And you're absolutely right. It's a huge addition and it makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk, talk to me a little bit about the why, right? So every decision that parents, coaches, club directors make um, as far as, you know, the team and family and, and my kids, right. Every decision we make has a reason, right? So, so at club, you know, right now, 
lots of clubs have their own facility. They have their own strength conditioning program. They, they make awesome looking uniforms because you have to look good to play good, right? <laughs> look good, feel good, play good, right? That's the, that's the, the mantra. They offer, you know, clubs offer lessons, clinics. Like Huddle is huge right now in terms of uh, helping clubs, uh, you know, get film out to college coaches and, and helping with recruiting and stuff like that. It's, it's a great tool. Um, so what opportunity does this uh, does Neurofuel, you know, offer to clubs on a larger scale? And then maybe even if, maybe if I'm just an individual parent, like, you know, to get this for my athlete who I know needs to improve on mental toughness or, or whatever, you know, what's, what's the benefit right now on a, on a larger scale? Um, I think the biggest thing for like parents and club kids to realize is this is being done at the college level. Like we are using mental training all the time, you know, like Creighton was obviously yeah. using it. They hired a sports psych. We were using it at Pitt. Um, so one, it's kind of, if they use this now, it's giving them a leg up what it's going to look like at the next level. Um, and we have a lot of colleges in our beta testing and doing a lot of it. And they've even said, like, we would love if our recruits were using this. Um, and we thought that was super cool that they had such an interest in it trying to use it for their kids and saying, this is really what's necessary at the next level. But the other thing too, is like, it's, it's getting these athletes to, you know, be peak performers, to be elite athletes from a mental standpoint. But at the same time, it's teaching, you know, off the court skills, how to be, have more gratitude, how to appreciate the small things in life, how to talk to yourself more positively in a better manner. So it, when I say it's for, you know, the next level in college and all those things, it's, it's not just for the people who are going to go play at the next level. There's plenty of kids who are playing club volleyball right now that may not go play in college and their parents might be putting them into the sport to teach them other things outside of just passing, setting and hitting. So I yeah. think it's valuable that those parents see their kids getting better at things that not just volleyball at all the stuff off the court. And I think that's, that's the other cool side of this that Neurofield trains mental skills outside of volleyball as well. And I, I think right now with this generation, it's super important because obviously there's stresses that are coming <laughs> that we never expected. I mean, COVID is something nobody could have ever, you know, thought was coming. Um, and sure. there's stress and anxiety and all sorts of stuff that goes along with that. And, and they have little sections in Neurofield that you can practice when you're stressed, taking a deep breath, you know, controlling the thoughts in your brain and all those kinds of things. And so I think that's why, I mean, it's, it's huge right now um, for the parents and the kids. Oh man, it's yeah. There's not much left to say about that, really. I, I think <laughs> I mean, she, she covered it all, and you know, I I, I just love. I, I know that parents and clubs they want to create the best environment and yeah. put their kids in the best position to be successful, whatever yes. that looks like. And yeah. and that's what Neurofield does. So if if you're a parent and maybe the whole club isn't using it yet or whatever, this is just another tool to help your child be the best version of themselves. You know, it's it's another tool that's gonna work, it's gonna be effective, it's gonna be positive, help them with their self-image and their their day-to-day -day life. And then of course on the court. So so like Kim said, it's it's not just the volley, but it's it's the volleyball and, and then everything else combined. So it's you know, it makes sense for everybody. I've used it. I use the morning fuel sometimes, like if I can't go to sleep. I listen to Craig's voice. <laughs> my husband's like, what are you doing? Is that Craig? <laughs> like, sure is. Putting me to sleep. Putting me to sleep. Nice. But the morning fuel really does kind of get you on this, like, right path. I think, you know, there's a different, a couple, there's like a, 
what's your goal for the day? And what's one mm-hmm. thing that or the night feel has like, what's one thing you're grateful for today? And I'm like, you know, sometimes I do need to sit back and think about what I'm grateful for today. Cause maybe that day wasn't so great. And it's really tough for me to pick that thing out. But now that or, I'm being forced to think about it all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, today wasn't so bad. <laughs> yep, for so sure. I do, I do awesome. appreciate listening to Craig at nighttime. So. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I I know from being a club coach, you know, clubs only get four hours a week for the most part to work with their athletes. And and most of that four hours is spent on the court training. So, so how can a club coach or a club director, you know, manage and help keep their athletes accountable using this app? And then is there something they can do to help implement this, you know, into weekly practices, into a pre-match or qualifier routine, like as part, as part of their warm-up and when they're, you know, peppering in between courts or whatever. Well, you know, I, I think that's, it's just like the, at the college level, if you can't, if you don't have the time, you don't know how to manage the time. It's the same, it's the same situation, but times a million because you have such little time. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something where the, the coaches, can say, all right, everybody, this is what we're going to do. And this is what we're going to complete. I want you to get X amount of sessions in before the weekend, you know, so there's that process or doing, you know, doing it outside of practice, but really they can have this in their ear at tournaments. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a whole section on, you know, preparing for matches. So this is a pre-match, a mid-game fuel, not that you would necessarily use right then, but it's kind of the idea of, all right, this is your scenario. This is what just happened. And now what are you going to do moving forward to the next match? A typical club tournament situation Um, and kind of a recap. So those are the tools that they can use and implement. Say, hey, everybody, when we go to this tournament the night before, I want you to listen to your pre-match fuel and then we're going to and your mid-match. And then afterward, we're going to regroup and talk about that. You know, so there's a lot of things within the app that you can do and implement with such limited time. They can just do it on their own. Yeah. And it gives, it, gives them maybe something to listen to besides Kanye's newest you yeah. know, album, album pregame or, or whoever yeah. they listen to. I have no idea. So. <laughs> have that um, blasting on a boom box. Instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> and um, you kind of, Selena kind of hit on the, like the pre-match stuff and, the, and then some scenarios in match, but then there's also a section for, and this is great for clubs specifically, obviously in college, we don't have too many back-to-back matches that happen, sure. but for the, um, for the club kids, like you may have a match and then you've got, you know, you work and then you have another match and maybe you played poorly in that first match. There's like a, a bounce back session where they can, it takes five minutes and, you know, during that work time, you're going to have five minutes you know, to, that you're not working to listen to something and, you know, regroup before that next match. But, and I think that part's like really cool. And, and club coaches don't have to sit their, their team down and discuss why the last match wasn't good. Cause you know, sometimes that doesn't always work. Here's five minutes. Let's make sure we're on the right page. And then when we come back, we're ready to go. So I thought yeah. that was really cool for, for the club tournaments, but like the whole goal of like Eurofuel, I think is that we want the athletes to take ownership of their mental development. Like, and, and with some help and some guidance, you know, so sure. the, the coaches can encourage them to use it and tell them the value. Um, but the best part is, it, like we said, it doesn't take court, court practice away. It doesn't take from their practice time. It doesn't require a meeting, another meeting that the club has to set up. It doesn't require another meeting that the, the parents have to drive their kids to because all of that takes time away. So yeah. they can implement it on their own. But like, but the, the coaches can still assign stuff. So, you know, okay, everybody, you know, it's the end of practice. 
make sure you listen to gratitude and appreciation before next practice. And then we're going to take five minutes and discuss it. Yeah. And so that's a great way to just go. I'm not making, you know, it's, it's not even mandatory or it is mandatory. We are going to discuss this. So make sure you have, you've listened to that. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's an easy way, but again, it's, it's more about the athletes taking the ownership of their mental training because that's, this is a way to do that. Whereas before they've never had access to be able to do that themselves. Well, awesome. Well, thank you guys for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you guys are excited about um, the neurofuel. I'm excited about like seeing other people use it and what it does, just because I think it's something that's, that's so needed, um, you know, at, at this level and giving athletes and coaches access to information um, and, and assistance, right? Like uh, through this process, cause, cause we're not all professional psychiatrists and can, and can help athletes with, with this stuff. And so this is definitely an awesome tool that I'm, I'm excited to, to see used. So thank you guys so much for being on. Um, like I said, this has been, I've been super excited to have you guys on talk about this for the last couple of days. So. Thanks Jason. Awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you having us on. Yeah, no, thank you guys. I um, mean, if there's any other questions that we have, there's a website that's out there, uh, neurofield.com. And then we also have our Instagram and our Facebook. So if people want more info, they can also reach out to me and Salima. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we have plenty <laughs> of info. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.